Hey, hey everybody. Uh, this is Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast, and I am Brandon Cruz. And with me, I have one of, well, the next of, well, the next of our evolving <laughs> hosts. Uh, we have Patrick Orr. Hello, Pat. How's it going? Good good to be here. Good do, to be here. Do, do, you, do you like Patrick or do you like Pat? Uh, you know, it really just depends on who's asking. If it's if it's a woman of of a of a finer matter than probably oh. Pat, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but my parents call me Patrick, so okay, yeah. all right. So so if I want to be formal, I'll yeah. go I'll go Patrick. Yes. If I want to be a woman, yeah. I mean, I prefer you call me Pat. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, all right, all right. P. O P P O P P. Yeah. Original Patrick Pat. There we go. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So uh, as as you may or may not know, this is episode two, uh, and what we do is we review Twilight Zone episodes, uh, review, talk about uh, talk about themes and all that kind of happy happy stuff. Um, and uh, with that in mind, we are on episode two, yes. and episode two is. One for the Angels. One for the Angels. Uh, this was originally filmed, oh, released uh, October 9th, 1959. Uh, it was directed by a Robert Parrish, who... He also did uh, the original Casino Royale. That's right. No real correlation to the new one. No. But <laughs> I, I don't even know if Daniel Craig was, was born. I think, he was, I think he was in the original, too, actually. Oh, yes. Yes. He, right. There was a scene where they gave birth to him. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, they're like, you know what? This this baby... We can do something with this. Keep, keep him in mind. Keep him in mind. Keep him in mind. Um, and, uh, yeah, Casino Royale, uh, Peter Sellers. This isn't a Peter Sellers podcast, so... We won't, we won't talk about it too much, but Pink Panther <laughs> is great. It's another another time, another day. <laughs> um, and then uh, it stars Ed Wynn, um, who he was also in many Disney movies, including right. uh, Alice in Wonderland, Babes in Toyland, and Mary Poppins. Babes in Toyland. Yes. Um, this is we're getting off topic here a little bit, but you know when I originally heard of Babes in Toyland, I thought that was like a an Alice in Wonderland <laughs> spinoff. So it's interesting to me now. That he was in both. Yeah, he was in both. yeah, absolutely. I could, I could kind of see that. I, <laughs> the with our movie industry nowadays, you can only imagine what they've done with Babes in Toyland. But exactly, <laughs> exactly right. All that stuff with uh, James Dean. If you're, uh, if if you know about porn <laughs> uh, scandal. Um, all right, let, let's get it. Let's get into it. Back uh, on topic. <laughs> uh, so, one for the angels. Um, what is this show? What is this episode about? Essentially, they they. A, a gentleman is on the streets pitching his his tie gig, and uh, he returns to his home. And there's a gentleman sitting in his house. He he doesn't seem to mind that this guy's just broken into his house <laughs> at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, but that that gentleman's saying there's Mister Death, and he has come to take take uh, Mister Mister Lou Bookman's life. Oh, Mister Mister Death, Mister Death. But but he, he, Louis J. Bookman, <laughs> I have to say his full name. Yeah, uh, Louis J. Bookman, L L G B, L J B. Not related to L G B T. No, not not in this case. Um, so so he he manages to convince Death like, hey, Death has three particular categories that he won't kill somebody for, right. or he'll give them them an extension on. You know, like a like a loan. Um, one is like hardship, right? Yeah, yeah. The other is for like significant, like scientific, <laughs> scientific purposes. Yeah. If, if you're on the verge of a scientific breakthrough, we're not going to take your life just yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, your breakthrough is how to not die. 
we'll give you an your extension. breakthrough is a spinoff of babes in toyland <laughs> and <laughs> featuring the mad hatter featuring the mad hatter so we'll we'll wait on that <laughs> and then and then the third one is is unfinished business yes of of a major nature of a major nature of a major nature yeah. and 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 bookman he manages to um <laughs> pull a um, me when i was like seven years old just pouting to get my way. <laughs> if if only you could cheat death by pouting and just <laughs> I've I've come to take your life. But death, uh, but death. I have cancer. Like I, I there's a couple things. Like I gotta get my laundry done. Just some minor <laughs> stuff. My my wife, she needs her. I got dry cleaning in there. Like she can't get it. My son's two. Who's gonna put him through college in twenty years? Oh, come on and then he like rubs his right. eyes like and like and, like kicks a rock he's like come on death please pulls uh <laughs> the movie uh they just redid the show they just did a new show on netflix uh the counselors in summer camp oh oh wet hot american, wet hot summer. american summer where he <laughs> has a temper tantrum in the oh, lunch yeah. hall yeah. <laughs> pulls one of those starts flailing oh. his arms around <sighs> come on that's that's what that's what bookman does that's what bookman did and you know what death uh i mean to to bookman's credit he convinces death like you know what i'll, I'll give him i'll give he him an extension him. base off this he played right? him great salesman great salesman yeah uh but what bookman does is he says yeah i need to do one last great pitch a pitch for the angels one one for the, for the angels. angels and so death is like all right cool you know what you know i feel bad for you i'm i'm a sucker for a sob tale <laughs> like in, in chopped if you ever watched Chopped. uh <laughs> And uh, so Bookman immediately is, immediately is like, "Oh, great! I don't know when I'll get around to it, but uh, eventually, I'll let I'll let you know. It might be this week or in fifteen years, you know, if I <laughs> last that long, anyways." But yeah, um, and uh, so so Death is like, "All right, okay, I, I see how this is going to go." Well, what Death does is he makes other arrangements. He does. That, that's his quote. That's his quote, not mine. And he says uh, he has a little girl get hit by a car. Maggie, Maggie, Ma Maggie, little girl. Maggie, um, and Maggie is going to die by midnight, the same time that Bookman was going to be taken. Yes. Um, and so Bookman then goes out and he decides he's going to stall death. He's going to stall death by giving a pitch. <laughs> the a pitch, one for the one for the angels. One for the angels. One for the angels. Not the Los Angeles Angels, man. No, they're pretty bad still. No. But <laughs> <laughs> the actual angels. The actual angels. Um, and uh, so. Uh, Bookman does this pitch and he, he stalls death long enough to where he can't save this little girl or is death saving? No, death's not saving. Death can't take Bookman, the little girl. Bookman technically saves this little girl, but, but I feel like he, he did some destruction prior to that. Like the, <laughs> the episode ends with everybody happy and content, but realistically, you know, the family's in poverty now. Yeah. The little girl's Maggie's family's in poverty from all the medical bills. Exa exactly right. The cabbie exactly that right. hit her, he's out of a job. <laughs> and this is all because Bookman was being selfish. That's all, it's all, it's all Bookman's, yeah, it's, Bookman's problem. And, and we're, and we're going to get into this now. All right. So, so that, that, that's the episode. Hey, uh, that's, that's the synopsis. All right. Maggie lives. Maggie, Maggie she, lives she, because she, Bookman is just such a great pitchman <laughs> that he convinces death, Mr. Death that like, Hey, you need you need to have this silk tie. <laughs> <laughs> you need this well, multiple silk ties. Multiple. He bought he bought that whole the whole cache that this guy had of silk ties. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you know I I, I want to point out that uh, originally so 
so Rod Serling had written this episode, um, written the story before, and then he adapted it for Twilight Zone. And originally the episode was about not uh, a pitch for the angels, but um, you know he wasn't trying to stave off death. What it was originally was Book- Bookman's character was doing a pitch to distract like gang members because he had a, he had a younger brother who was like owed the the mafia money or something like that. Um, and in order to like try to save his brother, he was doing a pitch to try to uh, get a crowd around him to distract all the the gang members so they wouldn't kill the brother. I feel like that would have been a much much darker episode if that, <laughs> yeah. if that were not like some innocent young child, but this, <laughs> the guy owed a bookie a bunch of money and now he's trying to distract the mafia. Yeah, um, and 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 and, re- and really, if you think about it, like I don't know if that version of it would fit in with a Twilight Zone narrative. Right? Yeah, I I think that he went the right direction with this one, <laughs> especially yeah. because because of how early this was in season one. Yeah, like that could have gone a completely different direction very early on. Like, is this what's this what's this show about again? Yeah. This? Um. So this is is it actually is with the fantasy? Sopranos? The Sopranos was a spin off of that original writing. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, well, you know that, and also I don't point out that. The brother actually died in that version, oh, yeah. so he didn't. He didn't actually save the little girl slash okay. brother. All right, yeah, that so version. that would have been a very dark episode. Um, so that that's that's cool. Uh, but I mean, how how much? I, I don't know. What, do you think that would be? A, a Twilight Zone aside, do you think that's a, a more effective kind of plot? Do you think like having death instead of gangsters be is that more effective or less effective? I, I kind of like the idea that death is here visiting this guy before he actually passes, <laughs> rather than gangsters. Yeah, and you know I, I think it just kind of adds to the whole. I mean, you know, we are talking the uh, the fifth dimension here, right? Not the sixth, not the sixth. <laughs> and while gangsters, you know, uh, now we know them for Adidas, Adidas apparel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, back then, you know, <laughs> they wouldn't have really fit that 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 that. That, the, uh, that mold that mold so uh, <laughs> second second question uh, on in part of that what if they were like trans-dimensional gangsters <laughs> as a let me, give, give me give me an example of a trans-dimensional gangster here. so so like um you know kind of angels right okay but, All right. Uh, okay, or, okay. or death right? right but instead it's just like a trans-dimensional gangster <laughs> and he comes over I'm, all I can really think about is uh, the cast of that Adam Sandler movie, like the, where he, <laughs> the where he he's the son's the devil's son, little little, little Nicky, little Nicky. All I can little. think of like characters from Little Nicky coming up, and I don't know why, I don't know why, <laughs> but so no, little, I, that little, wouldn't fit in for me. All I'm, all I'm imagining is those guys like Edwin, Adam <laughs> Edwin, Sandler, Adam Sandler. This is the movie that you guys have this to see. Is, this is the must see of the summer. <laughs> Straight uh, to DVD, <laughs> uh, Netflix, uh, any, or uh, Vimeo. It'll be on Vimeo. No, uh, I think I think Mr. going with the route of Mr. Death was much more appropriate, much more suiting. Yeah, and and uh, it kind of just lends to the great acting of the show. I mean, Edwin in that is spectacular. He really is, and then Mr. Death too. I mean, as handsome and as grave a comb over <laughs> as he ha- as he has. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's a great actor in it. Murray yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, Murray Hamilton. That's, that's Murray good. Hamilton. So the two of them, I think, just letting those two take control of that episode yeah. and do pretty much all of the acting for the entire episode, just these two characters, is wonderful. Yeah, it, well, and the little girl. Little, the, don't forget the scene where she's lying in, <laughs> lying in the middle of the street, top notch. Lou. Lou. 
Who Blue? is that guy? <laughs> or when she comes to the house, I can't, I can't fix my toy. She, she speaks such proper English yet she can't turn a cog on this yeah. toy. Oh, I, got, I, I'll show you how to do I'll this. Just turn girl. this key. This is the giant key sticking out of the side of this. <laughs> the one with an arrow pointing one. to it that says, "Turn this key to make the robot work." You can speak three languages, but you can't turn a cog on this little toy. All right. Uh, now accepting her Nobel Prize. <laughs> Maggie uh, from Twilight Zone. Girl who can't turn a key on a robot. Yeah, funny story. She actually played Maggie in The Walking Dead as well. Yeah, she <laughs> froze time for quite a while. They yeah. put her. <laughs> She's so great. So, so great. great. That's how good of an actor, Co- actress she is. Common theme of Twilight Zone is, is Walking Dead. <laughs> Walking Dead. Um, I do have a, I, I do have a thought. Okay, so, so one part of his pitch, right, is is a whole like, um, at the very end, he's. He's selling selling Mr. Death ties and, and robots, the finest silk, uh, carried in, in birds' gullets. Ruby gullets <laughs> of these birds, 900 ocean trips. Yeah. Highly um, illegal. High, highly, highly illegal. Highly illegal. Um, uh, but one of the things he, he offers is is himself, right? His, his servitude. Um, now, at the end of the episode, it's kind of unclear if, if he actually makes it to heaven or if now he's just an eternal <laughs> slave of, of Slave death, of Mr. Death. Right? I have to think because Bookman um, is a pretty good salesman, it, it turns out. He's a good liar. <laughs> he's a good salesman. He's a great pedophile. You know, so, like, I can't help but think they should do, it like, a spinoff of Lewis Bookman and Mr. Death. Like where I, Bookman is like selling him, selling people death, right? Like timeshares. I think it would be great. I mean, you know, we think of we think of uh, nowadays Mister Death or the Grim Reaper as this, you know, giant demonic figure carrying yeah, a, a, a scythe. Mm-hmm. Right. But with his Mister Lou Bookman here, just the greatest salesman <laughs> of all time. I mean, look at Jared used to sell sub subs. That's right. And then he met Lou Bookman, <laughs> and then he met Lou Bookman, and now he's gonna serve quite 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 a sentence in prison. Such such a such yeah. a sentence. <laughs> um, you know, the the one saving grace for Bookman is is he didn't have like terabytes. They didn't have terabytes back then. <laughs> uh, but I I did notice I did notice that was that was weird about the episode and um, just the. Not reading too much into it, right. but it was a little—it was a little weird having all the kids, like just like just completely trustful of him, right? And exactly. An opening scene is him just walking up to a group of children sitting on a stoop, and they're all like, "Lou, Lou, oh, Lou great to see you!" And he's hey, just Lou. handing out toys to kids. Yeah, yeah. If that happened in any major city in the U.S. <laughs> Nowadays, today, yeah. There's there's one line that I personally liked where he said, "He says to Mister Death, I have quite a fondness for children." <laughs> and I mean, let's let's be honest here. Uh, Lou, come on. Mr. Death should have looked at the camera and been like, wah, well, wah. And then Mr. Death, he proceeds as immediately following that statement, he proceeds to look at his notebook and says, yeah, it's in your record. Like, <laughs> are we, what kind of record are we talking about that he has recorded yeah. the fondness for children that Lou Bookman like, has? I don't, I don't want to work with this guy. I Well, you know what? I'm I'm not going to take you. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually saving you for the Grim Reaper. He's going to come full skeleton. Yeah. The like Gr- Grim black Reaper. trench coat. <laughs> Grim Reaper is like his boss. Yeah, right? Grim Reaper is his boss. <laughs> like Mr. Death, but then like Grim Reaper is like his, his grandfather. <laughs> he like started the company. You don't want to meet my grandfather. He's not a pleasant he's, man. He's a jerk. And he, and he runs a trucking company. Yeah. Yeah, he was a company. On the side. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so overall, tell me overall, Pat, 
P P Dog P Diddy. What What did you think of the episode? Uh, this is probably one of my one, uh, for me one of my favorite episodes. I think just because of the acting. I mean, like I said earlier on, I think Edwin's a great actor. I think he por- portrays this kind of like bumbling salesman. Yeah, perfectly. And then you know has to do the pitch for the angels as mm-hmm. the episode you know <laughs> annotates. But yeah, I think he does great. Like I said, it's pretty much two characters pulling off the entire episode. There's not much else to it. And just the acting and the dialogue between them is, is wonderful. This is why, I mean, when I was watching it with my roommate, <laughs> when and during the uh, scene where he says, well, you've, you've made your decision. And then the little girl gets hit by the cab. I mean, she actually gasped. Yeah. This, this was written in 1959 and it can still make people gasp. Like we have special effects that would <laughs> can only imagine what that would have done in 1959. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you can just with writing alone, make someone gasp at how wonderful, wonderfully written it is after that, all this time, after right? all this time, you know, you have a great show. And this is, this is one of my favorite episodes. I love it. I think, uh, could have been a little darker. I, I like that kind of dark. <laughs> I'm more of like Tra- a transdimensional, gangsters. transdimensional gangsters kind of guy, but you know, great episode. Wonderful, wonderful cast, wonderful, uh, wonderfully written. So right, right on, man. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, uh, I would say that, uh, I, I really, I appreciate the episode. And uh, I, I do like that he managed to sell death yeah. just just a, a ton of ties <laughs> uh, because you know death he you know he wears all black all the time you know and you know he needs to he needs he to be, use a little you know a little satin like his purple and blue yeah. here, here and there fashion savvy he needs a little bit of that. you know death if he, doesn't have to be just dull he needs to be welcoming yeah right you don't need to be afraid of death you need to be welcoming when you have a comb over that perfect you need a tie that just says damn right. Don't just look up here. Look down here. Damn right. <laughs> and he went on to uh, be the mayor in Jaws. So he did. So uh, he he did great things. So death, death all around. Death all around. <laughs> Cheers to death. Uh, would you? Would you? What would you give it uh, out of a ten? Uh, I would say probably like a seven and a half. Okay, get out. Get out. No, <laughs> seven and a half. Seven and a half. <laughs> that's I, I don't want to say that you know, we're still early on. I can't say a ten or a nine because this then was this was only the second episode. The second episode, so I'm so, gonna have to rate things very low. Right. Where we'll see, we'll see. I may never get to a nine or a ten. It's we'll le- find out. It's legitimate uh, feedback, it's, right? Yeah, that's there, how it there's goes. only up from here. You got, yeah, you gotta start start low. <laughs> Keep your expectations. <laughs> they low. can't all be fives or <laughs> tens. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Um, so that that's it that's it for today, guys. That, that's this episode. That's it. Uh, I want to I want to say a special thank you to Pat. Thank for, you for coming out. Thank you. Um, is there anything you want to promote? Nope. Just this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't, don't be turned off by the first one. <laughs> uh, you guys are awesome. Um, thank you again, Pat. Absolutely. You're, you're swell. Thank you for the beer. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. So, so, so drunk. Um, <laughs> if, you guys, <laughs> um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, um, we have a few different ways to get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us on Twitter. We're at S for ya underscore podcast or you can hit us up on gmail we're at s4ya podcast at gmail.com uh, eventually i have a facebook eventually have an uh, instagram eventually have a lot of things yeah if, if you're within 20 miles you can find me on tinder so that's <laughs> swipe swipe right swipe right swipe right swipe right <laughs> unless you don't like twilight zone then. swiper no swiping <laughs> swiper no swiping <laughs> um and uh also uh Hit, hit us up on uh, iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere podcasts are distributed. There we All go. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, be sure to rate us and 
We'll check you out next week. Thank you all. Toodaloo.